Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon Intermission. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And we are glad you guys are joining us today. Um, yes. Before we get started here, remember to check out our social medias. Mm-hmm. We got, is that how you say it? Medias? Medias? Uh, since we have more than one account, it would is be it plur- pluralized. So medias? social medias. Medias yes. at, uh, okay, let's do uh, X at PTI underscore podcast. And? and just for kicks and grins, we also have uh, a Facebook page slash meta page. You can follow us on there at Pardon the Intermission. And also check out uh, something new. Oh, I got to get that link and I yeah. will, I'll, I'll post it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, we have a YouTube Movie trailer reaction. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, just a trailer reaction. I don't know. We'll probably yeah. do TV shows and stuff, too, at some point. Right now, we're just doing movies. Yeah, yeah. That's but, but we'll yeah. probably expand it. We don't have video on it yet. We're working on it. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Get our movie yeah. reaction. Yeah, uh, yeah. For the trailers, uh, for new movies coming out. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with that. We do. It's a lot of fun. Kind of a, something a little different that we started experimenting with. And yeah. even though we enjoy bringing the, the standard shows to you guys that we've done right now, figure we're just going to kind of mix things up a little bit. Here well, yeah, because, you know, we'd, we'd sit here and we'd watch those uh, just just amongst ourselves. We'd yeah, watch yeah. those the movie trailers. We're like, oh, man, this is cool. This That's is cool. we start talking cool. and it's like, hey, why aren't we recording this? Why aren't we putting right, this up? Right, right, exactly. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, so we started doing it. So why not? It's so, like yeah. the Murphy's Law of podcasting. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> yeah, uh, check it out. Oh, hey, so yeah. getting to this show. Oh, boy, yeah. Yes, we've got, uh, from Screen Rant, we've got a list here of the uh, 10 most dangerous real stunts real in stunts. action movies. So we're going to do, do another list show here. Okay. And this one, uh, this one you posted, huh? I did. Yeah, and, it kinda, and then it caught my eye when you put like, ooh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, it caught my eye because there's a lot of stunts in here that I've seen in pretty much all these movies. Well, there are some films on this list that I haven't seen. But for some of the stunts listed in the movies that are on this list, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can kind of see that. And I mean, mm. we all know that Tom, at least four of Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible movies have got to be mentioned in this for yeah. some of the stunts he did in those. But I mean, there were some other great stunts mentioned that were the works of visual effects or, I mean, you know, pure stunt work altogether as well. So, And, and that's kind um, of an art, I think, in, in Hollywood. It's funny, we, we just did a trailer reaction video yeah. for Fall Guy, and that kind of centers yeah. around a stunt man, yeah. uh, that movie. But, um, you know, that, that's kind of a, a, a art that's getting lost with everything being so digital now, digitized, mm-hmm. you know, is that Most the actual definitely. physical stunt. And just like uh, the Top Gun, this recent, you know, Top Gun 2 showed, I mean, you know, people love still seeing, mm-hmm. I think, you know, the actual stunts. I mean, actual physical things happening, not just, you know, some digitized world. And yeah. Well, it makes it Somebody more... fighting some crazy alien that, you know, when yeah. you see it's on green screen, it's all right. fighting nothing. You makes know? it more realistic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Puts, yeah. And it puts you in the in the spot of the actor, too. So, yeah, I agree with that. So uh, let's get started. Um, you know, you're right, right out of the box. <laughs> oh, wow, boy. Did I call that or what? Number mm. 10. What do we have here for number 10? Oh, boy. This is uh, the number 10 uh, action scene here is where Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt, climbs the Burj Khalifa in um, uh, United, uh, where is that at again? United Arab Emirates? Yeah, I think okay. so, yeah. Yeah, he climbs yeah. the Burj Khalifa from Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Eric, that stunt scared the hell out of oh, me. Oh, yeah. 
For those of you who don't know what the Burj Khalifa is, it is the tallest building on the planet Earth. It ascends to 1,700 feet in the air at its highest point, which has like a little antenna mm. that sticks way up. So if you include that antenna, again, it measures 1,700 feet, 1,700 feet straight in the, in the air there. And it said Tom Cruise <clears throat> actually climbed. Yeah. And he was attached to a wire in case yeah. a slip during the climb, but the slightest equipment malfunction could have sent the iconic actor tumbling to his death 1,700 feet below. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, he was actually up there doing this stunt. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, and if you guys ever watch this movie, yeah, you, I mean, even if it wasn't real, I, it, it, it gets you kind of vertigo-ish, right? You know, you're watching that thing and it's it, like, whoa. It but, got my palm sweaty. I'll but admit. knowing that that is real, I mean, makes it even more so. That yeah. that was amazing, yeah. Yeah, and I remember, actually, I have this movie on Blu-ray, and I remember watching the behind-the-scenes feature, right, so the making of the movie. And the building that he climbs, folks, that is not a CGI-generated building. Uh, now the uh, and neither is the um, the the scenery at uh, the very base of the building. The bottom, yeah, yeah, B- they, below they, him. Yeah, there was no CGI involved in this building. So in other words, they didn't have like a twenty-five foot, you know, aluminum wall that he was attached to in front of or or behind a green screen. That was the actual Burj Khalifa that he climbed, and they the filmmakers uh, actually had to petition. Uh, the government of United Arab Emirates to not only shoot the movie there on the on the actual building, but they also had to go in and get permission to take the windows off of certain mm. floors on the building to shoot these scenes from wow. the outside. And I guess if there was any damage incurred on the building, they were responsible, of course, for paying yeah. for any damage. But they had to go in and not only remove the windows without breaking them, but they also had to reinstall them without breaking them very precision. Wow, and that's, yeah, and I mean, <laughs> if you guys remember the scene, yeah, he's up here, and what yeah. he has is, is, is the scene goes, he has these magnetic, uh, like, mm-hmm. suction cup gloves. Gloves, yeah. And he's basically had, has to climb out and then mm-hmm. climb, is it upper? I think it's up a few floors to get into another room or something, right? So he has to go to another, f- a couple floors down. Oh, is it he, down? Okay. He has to climb up to go across a, uh, like a, a wall or a divider that divides the next section of the building over. So in other words, he can't just get out from the window where he's on the floor at right now. And go and straight. Jump across. over straight. He has to yeah. go up a little bit crawl over and then jump down mm-hmm. and then grab onto the window into the floor that he needs to get into. And there. then on the movie, the, the glove, one of the gloves starts to, of course, towards the end of it, starts to malfunction. He it starts does. slipping and yeah, it's all this crazy stuff. It does. One more thing on this too, it does say now, it says to make things even more dangerous, mm-hmm. uh, the harness that he wore was so tight that he only had a few minutes to complete the shot before the circulation in his legs would be cut off. Wow. Which would have made his lower body go completely numb at 1,700 feet in the air. So can you imagine if your legs are numb? I, oh, my uh, gosh. I can, uh, hopefully he went uh, to the bathroom this before guy, he did this stunt. This guy is amazing or crazy or both. I don't I know. I think he's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's Scientology. Hey, number nine, uh, guess what? <laughs> Tom Cruise again. Ding, ding. You said four. Let's see if we have four. I said four. Okay, okay so, so we, we, got, got we got two so far. All right. Tom Tom Cruise dangles from a plane uh, in flight in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. And yeah, I remember yes. this. This plane is taken off and he's like dangling and he has yep. to try to figure out how to get inside this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess he's he's on this thing. I don't know how far he says that he wore a full body, body harness again 
in the scene, which was connected to a jumble uh, jumble of wire and cables bolted to the inside of the plane. Right. That may have kept uh, crews finally attached to the aircraft, but it did not eliminate the danger entirely. Oh, my gosh. Moving at such a high speed, if crews had been struck by even the smallest pebble, the result could have been devastating. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. He had to wear special contact lenses designed to help his eyes withstand the wind. Uh, yeah, it says to make things even more perilous, the shot was filmed eight times. Wow. Meaning Cruz had to risk his life over and over. Wow. What? The, this guy is nuts, man. He this, is nuts. He's banana balls. But it looks great is. on film. It does. And I still remember that scene from the movie as well. And that scene gives me sweaty palms also, just watching him jump onto the wing of that plane. And yeah. then as it takes off, and he's already at least 300, 400 feet in the air, maybe 1,000 feet in the air, how he's just dangling there from the side, waiting for mm. Benji to open the uh, the outer door so he can get into the aircraft. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, because remember, Benji, Simon Pegg's character, had to tap into the, the plane Computer security system, yeah. to, open the, uh, to open the cargo lock there. Yeah. That opened the door. So, so that he could get in the plane. Yeah. This, is, this is what makes, to me, this is what makes the character of Ethan Hunt, though, uh, better than James Bond. You know, James Bond, you know, was a spy and he did some did some things. But yeah. I mean, the way that 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 Tom Cruise plays Ethan Hunt, I mean, he's actually, you know, he's actually doing. I mean, not not just the the actors actually doing them. Yes, I mean, we're talking about the stunts. But what I mean right. is that the character of Ethan Hunt is like he's doing this crazy stuff, you know. Which is, I mean, a lot yep. more. So I think to me, it makes it a better movie guy than James Bond is. What do you think? Okay. I am. I'm just saying, then character wise. Character wise. Because he's actually risking his life and doing this crazy stuff. Okay, from that standpoint, yes, then. Character wise, much better than James Bond. Because James Bond, I don't see too much. I mean, not, not too much. It isn't, he's well, usually it, just with a beautiful girl. Well, right? it depends. The The Daniel Craig James Bond films had the actor be more physically True. involved he in did, the stunts. He, well, he did get pretty tore up, broke yeah. his leg, and it wasn't like, different you know, things. Yeah, it wasn't like Sean Connery and Roger Moore. You're right. No, you're so. right about that. Da- <clears throat> Daniel Craig, I think, up the ante with James bond and, and it would be close to this level yeah yeah and it kind of started with timothy dalton when timothy dalton took over as james bond you started yeah. to see the stunt work for the the lead character kind of ramp up there a little bit so true true you know yeah. but still i i would agree with your assessment though that yeah he ethan hunt makes the impossible look possible when it comes to stunt work yeah <laughs> Ooh, this is another thing I agreed with as well. Okay, go ahead. This is the chariot race from mm. the great classic movie Ben-Hur. Eric, I have five great classic favorite movies of all time that yeah. I love, and this is one of my favorites. I, I hate to disappoint you. I don't think I've ever seen, I've never seen Ben-Hur. You've never seen Ben-Hur. I've never watched it. i got to watch it. This is, one, this is considered by many to be the the greatest movie ever made. Now it's argument it's arguable because you also have movies like Citizen Kane and you also mm. have movies like um uh, uh in addition to Citizen Kane you also have movies like Casablanca and um uh some other great classic films as well but this is from the original Ben-Hur film. Well, there he goes. And, this is a celebrated biblical epic, yeah. winner of 11 Academy 11 Awards. 11 Academy Awards. Yeah. This is obviously starred Charlton Heston in the lead title role of Judah Ben-Hur, who was a former uh, a former uh, Roman... Um, soldier. Former Roman soldier who got ostracized by his buddy and became a slave. And he uh, takes part in something similar to a slave revolt, revolt a la Spartacus, but um, the, the particular scene in this movie is from a chariot race, and the whole thing was completely staged using real horses and real chariots. Mm. So, And this was, folks, Ben-Hur was made in the 50s. 
So this was way before digital technology and yeah. AI. Oh, yeah. So there's this no is digital where, here. Right. There's no digital here. Everything you see in this chariot race scene is real from the horses to everything else. And and just looking at the, the picture of this, though, the horses <laughs> yeah. with uh, with Ben-Hur, I mean, you've got with this chariot race, you've got four horses on one chariot. Four. Yes. yes. So there's not just a, a horse and a chariot. Right. So you got four horses, which yeah. a lot of things can go wrong. Yeah, and what makes this so great too is that when the when he's involved in the race, you see the the actual chariot break apart into pieces. You see it mm. run over other parts from other chariots. You see it run over other contestants who fall out of their chariots. It kind of reminds so, me of the pod race from uh, episode one. Episode one, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but this is so impressive because I don't think it says here how long it took them to shoot this particular shot. But if I remember correctly. Um, I think it took the filmmakers more than two weeks to perfect this shot. They spent two weeks shooting this. Wow. Until they can finally get it from a cinematography standpoint to look the way it looked. The way they wanted to. Well, this says right here that uh, Charlton Heston's uh, character, Tile character, was filming the sequence. Now, it looks like it's actually Charlton Heston. It's not a stunt double. I can't tell. It looks like Charlton Heston, yes. Yeah, so I don't don't know if it it is, but I assume it is. It says, when the chariot he was riding, uh, you're talking about during the filming, when he was riding, ran over a part of of a different chariot, launching the carriage off the ground and almost sending uh, Chanute, what is that, tumbling into the path of four horses. A Canut? Who is that? Is that a character? Um, yeah, that's one of the characters involved in the chariot race. Okay, and and uh, so it's into the path of the four ho- four horses at full gallop. Luckily, Canut yeah. was able to hang on, and the shot was eventually used in the film. Mm-hmm. But his near death uh, shows how dangerous the scene really was. So now, Joe Joe Canut was the stunt double for Charlton Heston. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, right there, Joe Canut. Yeah. So I see it. In, I that's see okay. it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So this guy, it was a stunt double. Wow. Yes. Yeah, and Erica, you haven't seen this movie. God dang, I recommend it. You have I'm to gonna, watch it. You have I'm to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. Now, it's a very long film. It's over three hours long. It almost... It almost oh, that, in today's Hollywood, that's standard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it, it almost clocks in at four hours. Almost. Wow. It's about three hours and 40 minutes, I think. But it's three hours and 40 minutes of, of excellent filmmaking way back in the golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. It's a great classic mm. film. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, you got me. Uh, you talked me into it. I'm All right. do it. Awesome, cool deal. All right, number seven here. What do we got for number seven? Number seven is the Boulder Run, Harrison Ford's Ooh. Indiana Jones's Boulder Run from Raiders of the Lost Ark. The famous Boulder Run. Now, what made yes. this so uh, uh, dangerous? Let's see. Harrison, so talking about he knows. It, and it is true. It says Harrison Ford is known for his stunt acting, mm-hmm. which is true because yeah. um, there's been a lot of times he's been injured. He even had to had to have surgery. Yeah, and they've had to postpone. And it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think had to postpone. Mm-hmm. Uh, filming for a while, but this guy—I mean, yeah. that's one thing about Harrison Ford. He's—he's like—he's a, he, a very—he's uh, um, a businessman all the way. It's like, listen, I got to get back on there. People are—you know—people are depending on me to get back in there. He won't just wait—you know—forever until he feels perfect. It's like, let's go. We got to right. film stuff. Right. You know, even though he was had back surgery and was all messed up. So anyway, um, so it says, uh, but his run from an oncoming boulder in Raiders of the Lost Ark is probably the most dangerous stunt he's ever performed. The scene. Uh, uses a fake boulder, of course, but the replica report- reportedly weighed 300 pounds. Whoa. So it was like a real boulder. It's a big hunk of rock. Yeah, that was, that's a big foam yeah. uh, boulder there, uh, meaning it could easily have killed Ford if he had stumbled or failed to run fast enough to get out of the way. Wow. See, you don't oh, realize geez. that. No, you don't. Uh, during that, during the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the most iconic scenes from Indiana Jones franchise, but it's easily been the most... Uh, been 
have been underwhelming if Ford, yeah, hadn't had the bravery to shoot it himself. Well, that's true, and that, that's what you got to say is that, you know, there's nothing, you can have a stunt double and do things, but a lot of these shots, you know, you can tell um, on movies, like, oh, that's a stunt man. You know what I mean? It's just yep. so, it's amazing when these actors actually <laughs> take it on themselves and do this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's cr- and, and the way that that particular scene in the movie is shot, it looks, it looks so, I mean, it's impressive, but yet it looks so um, rather nonchalant because it's shot from different angles and it's shot from different speeds. And so like you see a very up close shot of it mm. and then you see a far away angular shot of it. And then you see like what is represented here in this uh, in this image here, Eric, where it's just him just starting to run from it. So that's the clever that's part of the clever um, filmmaking part of this stunt here is that you see it from different angles. Yeah. So you get different feels for what it's like to actually be running from a 300-pound boulder. And and the good thing is, as far as the actor standpoint, is that at that point, you're really not acting because <laughs> you're like, you got a 300-pound boulder on you know on your butt. You're oh. going to... The looks on your face are going to be real. That's oh, not going to be... I don't know about you, Eric, but if I saw a 300-boulder coming at me, I'd be chill. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, nothing to worry about yeah. here. I'm all good. No, that's, uh, yeah, that was, that's one of... And, and Harrison's always he's always acted with his face too. You always see the pain and, the, and everything in his face. But right, exactly. but yeah, I mean all the looks, you know that those are real looks. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I can yeah. guarantee you. Hey, uh, here at number six now, we're going to talk about the uh, the truck flip uh, on the Dark Knight. Now this yes. is the one where the semi went over, right? Right. So this is the scene where um, I believe this is at the point in the movie where. Uh, Harvey Dent just comes out and basically says he's Batman. And so they're taking him. Oh, no, that was much later in the movie. This comes out. Of, this is a different scene. Either way, yeah, this is a scene. Is this where the Joker's driving the truck? This is where the Joker's driving the semi Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it literally flips. The whole rig, the cab, the trailer, everything flips. Yeah, I and mean, it's, it's like it's end over end. It's not yeah. just like that it falls over and it skids along the right. road. I mean, we're talking an end over end flip. End over end. Yeah. And if you recall, in the, the scene of the movie that leads to that truck flipping is where Batman's on his little bike there. And he spits out a grappling hook from the back of the bike, mm. weaves it around a oh, light pole, yeah, yeah, yeah. and gets it underneath the axle of the truck. And so it makes the illusion that the truck gets flipped while it's entangled on that uh, on that grappling hook of his. Yeah. Now you were you were telling me too now uh, previously that uh, before yeah. the show that you actually you've been down the street. You've actually seen this. I have. So I, this, I mean, not saw, you didn't see the stunt happen, no. but I mean you saw the street this was filmed on. I did. And we're looking at a picture, and this thing looks like it's a huge. Street, right? Mirac- but- the miracles of cinematography. So my family and I went to uh, Chicago in 2016. Yeah. And the scene where this movie, this uh, well, where the whole movie was shot, most of it was in Chicago. And this particular scene was shot right in the heart of the financial district. And Eric, even though that looks like a very wide street, those streets in the financial district in downtown Chicago are very narrow mm. and very thin. Okay. And I believe it's only two-way traffic going both directions. No kidding. Yes. Wow. And so yeah. to do a scene like this, with a, with a vehicle that big took not only a lot of precision, but a lot of planning because literally they had no margin for error when it comes to safety. Yeah. And again, even in that picture, like you said, that street looks like it's really big, but take my word for it. Having seen it in person, it is not a very wide street. So wow. I, you barely would be able to squeeze two semi trucks on both lanes going in each direction with comfort to spare. Oh my gosh. So that's what makes that even more impressive was that they were able to pull that off with the magic of cinematography and some brilliant stunt work too. Yeah, I mean if that thing if that thing goes one way or the other, I mean you're taking out probably, you know, a lot of uh, the historic district there. You're, in Chicago, you know, lampposts and probably in 
you yep. crash into some buildings, and that could be a major yep. problem. So yeah, just yeah. slightly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so, yeah, and that scene, and what's so impressive as well is the sound of the scene mm. because uh, it happens at a time when there's no music playing, and so you can literally hear every sound from the truck flipping to the truck crashing and even Joker getting out all dazed and firing his you know weapon while he's all dazed and confused and everything like that. Yeah. So the audio editing is precisely genius in that particular scene as well. Again, mm. you can hear everything. You know, and that's the thing too. Like if it if it unfortunately now these are real stunts. If it was yes. in this day and age, they would just you know computerize, digitize right. the truck flipping over. Right. You know, not even not even uh, go with because they probably right. have a lot of insurance. <laughs> Uh, to yep. do this stunt there, yes. so the studio would just ah, we'll just you know throw up, throw up a scene of the Chicago downtown, and we'll just uh, you know digitize it, and right? A truck in there, you know, exactly. Yeah, no computer digital effects on this one. Yeah, it was pretty pretty amazing. Ooh, this is this is one too. I think you you talked about this one uh, previously. You said you really liked this one. I remember you talking about uh, yeah. the stunt. Uh, go ahead and tell us what this one is. Number five. Yeah, so number five is the plane swap from the movie Cliffhanger. So the cliffhanger is an action film starring uh, Sylvester Stallone, John Lithgow, Michael Go Adrian. Rooker. Go Adrian, yeah. Go Adrian. Basically, for those of you who don't know what it's about, short synopsis: uh, Sylvester Stallone, Michael Rooker play um, mountain rescue rangers who mm. are responsible for trying to keep a whole bunch of uh, unmarked American bonds from falling into the hands of a British uh, terrorist by the name of Eric Quaylen, who's portrayed by John Lithgow. This particular oh, scene. That's right. He's the bad guy. Right. Yes. He's the bad guy. So, this particular scene is where they hijack a treasury plane, but they hijack it with an inside man. Mm. And what happens is they blow the back off the treasury jet and they attach a hook from the back of the treasury jet to the plane that is doing the hijacking. Okay. And the plan is to get all these cases of money. On that little hook that you see there, on yeah, that little wire. Cable, on the wire, the there's cable. a little wire between two, yeah, cable between two of the exactly. planes. Exactly. And so they try to go ahead and um, and snatch each of the cases on that wire, and then just slide it over from one plane to the other. And talk about digital effects, Eric. That was a scene there that was very impressive because it was not digitally done. That was an actual aerial stunt, if I remember correctly. And um, that's yeah. par partially what makes that such a sneaky, good action movie. Well, here, I'm reading on it right now. It says, okay, so a British stunt specialist named Simon Crane was paid $1 million, $1 million back then to attempt this ridiculous feat. Yeah. So rather than, and this is, this is the story here that's going on, rather than actually ziplining between planes, yeah. which is more or less impossible... Crane grabbed a hold of a weighted cable and jumped out of the first plane. Mm -hmm. The hope was that the end of the cable would be caught by the uh, passengers of the second plane, who would be uh, who would then pull in Crane safely to the uh, aircraft. Mm -hmm. However, uh, he ended up bouncing off the side of the plane and Ooh. rolling onto the oh. roof, then releasing <laughs> the cable and parachuting to the ground. Oh. Uh, to make things even more dangerous, uh, dangerous, the stunt was performed at an altitude of fifteen thousand feet. Wow! And the temperature was around minus thirty-two degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Uh, the air was too thin, almost air, too thin to breathe up there. Mm -hmm. um, part of what made this uh, a massive risk. Uh, that is nuts. That is nuts. Yep. Like yeah. I said, an actual aerial stunt. No digital effects. No no mat overlapping or anything like that. You got to hand it to these stunt guys. I mean, mm -hmm. they they are just great. I mean, there's it's like there's 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 a uh, they're a kind of a mix of craziness and and I don't know uh, uh, fearlessness. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and uh, I don't know what else. Well, you don't uh, think super testosterone? I don't know. <laughs> These guys are amazing. Well, you, don't, you don't think pulling off a stunt at fifteen thousand feet would oh, be easy? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that is not, no. I'm saying that, that these guys are just you know it's amazing. I don't know what these guys are made out of. What well, these guys you know these stuntmen it, because they're adrenaline junkies is what they are. Yeah, they have to be. I mean, when you think about the cruising altitude alone, Eric, fifteen thousand feet. That's half of what the normal cruising altitude is for a standard passenger airline. Wow. Standard passenger airlines cruise at a maximum altitude of 35,000 35, oh, feet. 35,000, yeah. So fi- okay. 15,000 is half of that 35,000 feet. And wow. we're talking about small aircraft here. And so in some ways, those aircraft are a lot harder to, um, to pilot on, mm. under those conditions than larger passenger aircraft are. But yeah, and that that is nuts. That's just one of the many impressive action scenes in that movie. And by the way, if any of you have not seen Cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone, do yourselves a favor and watch it. It's a sneaky good action movie. Yeah, I, you a, know, I've, I remember watching it back in the day. I haven't seen it for years. You should watch so, it. So yeah, good. Um, yeah, definitely have to check it out. Yep. Uh, number four here. This one, uh, I've I've I swear I've seen this movie, but I don't remember this stunt. Have you seen this? I have not seen Police okay. Story. No. So, uh, I'll, I'll let you take lead on this one. So anyways, it, this is from Jackie Chan's, uh, it says Jackie Chan's pole slide. It's from a, a movie called Police Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that uh, it contains a stunt that nearly killed Jackie Chan, earning yeah. him a spot in the most dangerous. While chasing criminals through a mall, uh, Chan's police detective leaps from a railing and slides down a metal pole to the bottom of the floor of the mall. Uh-huh. On the way down, though, he passes through a collection of lights that shatter dangerously all around him. Moreover, mm-hmm. Chan did this with no safety, as usual. Of course. No safety nets or harnesses to keep uh, him from free-falling as he slips. So basically, he just did this. I mean, he could have fell at any moment and, wow. uh, and hurt himself. I don't know when this... Oh, it says, so uh, as if the stunt were dangerous enough, the so lighting malfunction causing the pole to heat up leaving Chan with second-degree burns on his palms. Oh, ouch. So he's sliding down like, you know, what you would imagine a, a, a fire pole in, in, a, in a fire station, fire right? Station, and, yeah, but right. he was sliding down this right. huge pole, and I guess he's going through all these lights and stuff in this mall. Yeah. I would have to... I can't remember if I've seen this movie. I've seen a lot of Jackie Chan's movies, but I don't yeah. know if I've seen this. But, man, I'll tell you, that guy, too, he is another one. He talked about stuntmen, mm-hmm. and he's another one that... I, I remember always, you know, watching some of the behind the scenes of a lot of his movies, and every yeah, time yeah. he would end up with broken broken ankles, ankles and arms and everything else, you know. And it, yep. it was very. It's funny they would have to always retrofit his costumes, and like I remember one time he had like a broken ankle, and they had to go around the cast and put like a fake or look like a fake shoe, and you know and they shot around it and they did <laughs> right, all this stuff because right, right. he broke his ankle during film. Yeah. But this guy was he does all his you know most I mean I think mostly all of his stunts he does um and. And a lot of times, just like it says, he does it without safety equipment. Hmm. Um, so yeah, this this guy he is he is crazy. But um, I'll, I'll have to watch this one. Yeah, I will too. And check I this stunt too. out yeah. um, because I haven't. Like I said, I haven't. Uh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. And like I said, I've never seen Police Story with Jackie Chan. Oh, so yeah. But I do. I think I do remember this one. Jackie okay. Chan. Now Jackie Chan's on number three. Here, go okay. ahead and take take it here. And I'll... Yeah, this is the building slide from the movie Who Am I? Yeah, this one here is another dangerous one from '98 action comedy Who Am I? Uh, in the film, he slides down a slanted section of the uh, Willemsverf building. Willemsverf. Now, where is that? Oh, Rotterdam, Rotterdam Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, and he filmed the scene with another one without safety equipment. 
I mean, he's literally. I mean, they're they're showing the building here, and uh, is that correct? He lost control of his slide and flew off the edge of the building. It says he flew off the edge of the building. The fall would have killed him instantly, making this easily one of the most dangerous stunts ever performed. Luckily, Chan's uh, experience allowed him to course correct and avoid tumbling to his death. What the heck, man? I want to see an outtake on that. I want to see show? that too. Yeah, I, I'm literally. I don't want to watch the movie. I just want to see the outtake <laughs> of that scene because I'm like, how? Looking at the height of that building, I'm like, how the hell that did he do that? Crazy. I gotta watch yeah. this too because that is nuts. This building, the picture of this building we're looking at here is is nuts. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how he did this. What what are these guys made out of? That is uh, crazy. You know what? The, it's not what they're made out of. It's the level of craziness that they are born with. He and Tom Cruise, I swear, these guys must oh, drink the yeah. same nutty fruit shakes or something. Because I hear you, Eric. It's like there's one thing to do what you love. It's one thing to do what you love to do to make money, which is action stunts and movies. But, mm. I mean, seriously, is it worth risking your life over making an action movie with a stunt like this? I mean... Uh, to you, cor- I, I, I got to see this because yeah. to course correct, what does that even mean? He's flying off the side of a building and he course corrects so he doesn't fall to his death. Well, and a lot of you like, okay, let me, I think, I think I know what they mean by that. Okay. So you've seen the movie Rush Hour, right? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you've ever, I have it on disc and I remember watching a lot of the behind the scenes featurettes and okay. there were a lot of action stunts that Chan had to kind of contort himself either because he took a wrong angle at a certain yeah. stunt. Yeah. And so maybe that's what they mean by course correction, because this guy can gyrate his body in so many different in so many different directions that maybe he saw he was slipping down the wrong way and said, "Whoops, certain death is only seconds away." And so he just maybe I don't know readjusted, flipped, uh, put his legs over his head, or some, or or maybe he farted and shot off the building at a right angle. I don't know, but that's yeah. just a guess, just a, a theory there. That's that is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have yeah. to watch that. But yeah, like I said, I've seen some of those behind the scenes, and yeah, and he yeah. and he usually does end up something goes wrong and he ends up getting right. hurt, you know, and he yeah. usually ends up breaking. Something. Yeah, exactly. This is amazing if he, uh, yeah, if he survived that. So, right. okay, uh, number two here we got uh, Zoe Bell rides the hood of a car. Oh, and death proof. You know, I I remember, um, I vaguely remember this. I've watched Death Proof, and nah. I do remember. You what? You don't think this is a big deal? Nah, we've seen so many action films where actors are riding on the hoods of cars. Well, I mean, you know, I me, well, this is funny though. I I've heard recently. I've heard Kurt Russell talk about this, and uh-huh. he was talking about this stunt. Uh-huh. And they were asking him about this movie and stuff, and he's saying, "Yeah, they were flying like literally. They were flying down about seventy miles an hour down the road. Okay, and she was on the hood of this car. Now, if I was on the hood of a car like seventy miles an hour, yeah, I, I think I'd be a little freaked out. I think there'd be a little stuff in my pants. Uh, you know, <laughs> sorry, but I mean that's a reality, right? I mean. I'm I'm gonna let you work that out, okay? Because I'm gonna tell you, there, yeah, you know, they would have to clean me up after this this uh, uh, stunt work here, <laughs> okay, okay? Because uh, uh, that that is kind of scary. Now, Zoe Bell, I, I get she. Let's see, it says this, um, mm-hmm. who is one of the most accomplished stunt people in film. Okay, so this is a stunt woman yeah. performs one of the most dangerous stunts in Death Death Proof. That was from 2007. Uh, character rides on the hood of the muscle car. Now, if you can remember, Kurt Russell plays this kind of psychotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he ex race car driver or stuntman or something? He's a right? stuntman. I, I think. think he's an ex stuntman. Ex stuntman. Yeah. And and so he kind of lures these girls, mm-hmm. uh, one of them to give him a ride, and the other he follows, and then he's like tor- tortures them. Yeah. Uh, he's got this like <laughs> jacked up car that's all has all the safety equipment in it where he doesn't get hurt, but he's like yeah. just tearing up their car. And <laughs> yeah. Right. It says the car. Uh, 
with very, oh yeah, with, uh, okay, so going back to her, she rides on the hood of a muscle car with very little grip and minimal safety precautions. The car swerves at extremely high speeds, forcing her to hold on for her life. Had she had just been slightly weaker, she could have been thrown from the vehicle. Yeah, see, and I mean, they were going pretty fast. And I remember him talking about this and just how crazy it was. Yeah. And also, Kurt Russell did. Uh, now, he also, he in the past, he's done uh, race car driving and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's very accomplished. Mm-hmm. And he did, he did a lot of the stunt driving himself. So when you see him in that movie, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just a close-up of him. You know how to do that. And then they have the stunt driver driving the car, and you can't really see who's driving. He's doing it himself, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of the stunts right, himself. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, it's kind of like if if people haven't seen a movie, it's kind of like a, a, a two car version of what you would imagine a Mad Max film being, right? Because oh, you know what I mean. Because right. yes, they're just yes. on the road and they're right? banging and just all over the place. And so <laughs> right. yeah, um, go ahead. Oh, so now here we are, number one. I do remember this. I don't know if you have you watched this one. I've seen this particular movie, but I'm still I'm still flabbergasted as to why this is their ranking for the number one. Well, we'll read stunt. it and see. But go ahead and take it here. What is it? This is the corkscrew car flip from the James Bond movie, The Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah, That's the one with Roger Moore, uh, Christopher Lee plays the villain Scaramanga in that one. Mm. If, I'm, if I remember correctly. So yeah, this is a 1974. Scene, 1974. This is the scene where James Bond is riding off in that Ferrari there, I think is what it is. And he's being chased by law enforcement there and he gets to a bridge that's uh, not complete, shall we say. Yeah. And so he jumps or the bridge has been destroyed essentially. So he jumps over the part of the bridge that's been destroyed and the car flips as he is leaping the bridge there. Now, I think the car, if I remember right though, the car does kind of a, a rollover flip, right? And then yeah. lands back around. It doesn't like flip end over end like we talked about with the Dark Knight. Right, exactly. This is more of a rollover as as he's flying through the air. Exactly. Yeah, and before that, what preceded the the corkscrew flip there was that I think he was driving the car on two wheels where he had it like propped up on the side and was oh, like, you yeah, know, yeah. you've seen that in many, many action movies involving yeah. cars. Um, that That's an impressive scene, uh, but, you know, taking a look at it here, it says the jump was executed after extensive computer modeling. It was used to make sure all the angles and speeds were calculated correctly. It was executed by driving full speed onto a slanted ramp that turned the car mm. in the air. There you go. So yeah. it would complete a full revolution before landing safely on the yeah, other Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so one weak joint in the ramp would have been enough to derail the jump and possibly kill the driver, but luckily it was executed perfectly. You know, you were talking about you, you didn't understand. Now, you know, that's the thing, too. We're not here, and plus this is 1974. True. So, yeah. you know, this could have been, back then, this could have been... A, State of the art. Well, no, I mean, a, a real high stakes for the stunt driver okay. uh, move. You know what I mean? In other words, yeah. if he didn't make it, he could have died. That's maybe why it was. it's on the list and why it's at number one. Okay. You know, be, Although I, I don't know, going, going like this, comparing this to the Jackie Chan falling off a building. You know? i got to tell you, why is that one not ranked number one? <laughs> that one has to be number one. It should man. be ranked number one for sheer I don't insanity. know. That guy, that guy to survive. How did <laughs> right. that guy even do it? I don't oh know. Oh my know. gosh. Well, all right. Hey guys, that's all the time we have here. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed this list of the 10 most uh, dangerous real stunts. Yep. And uh, we're going to perform our own stunt by getting out of here now. By getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, check out our social media. Also, if you can leave a review, please do. Uh, it helps us with the show, the algorithm on the show. And. And on Twitter, PTI underscore podcast, oh, Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. Oh, that'd be nice to give out the social media handles. It would. Guess, huh? be helpful, yes. <laughs> All right. Hey, you guys take care. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace out, everyone. Hey, thank you so much for listening. 
Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.